When traveling to New York for the first time, ask yourself what any traveler should ask going anywhere for the first time, especially if they have limited time there. What do they do there that is unique to that place, that they inarguably do better than anybody else in the world. Now we have a lot of really great, great French restaurants and, and European style restaurants here, some of the best in the world. But if you're only in New York for two or three days, why would you want to do that? What are we the best at? What do we have that you definitely do not have? I'll tell you, we have good deli. We have better deli than you. So I would go to Russ and Daughters or Pastrami Queen or Katz's. I'd get myself a good pastrami sandwich on rye with some sour pickles, a Dr. Brown's cream soda. I'd get a toasted bialy or a good quality bagel with some nice smoked salmon on it and some cream cheese. I would eat some utility pizza. Maybe it's not the best pizza in the world, but it's, New York pizza is a unique working class universal experience. I would do that. Dirty water hot dog. That's what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for the unavoidable delay. I mean it in a nice way. I'm sorry if you're stuck in a train. I literally share your pain because I'm probably on that same train wondering, am I going to get to work on time? City dudes. What up? How's it going, fellas? Wait, you just said what up. Yeah, I usually say, uh, what up, Doug? Yeah. That's what it is. is. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't feel right. Because we're all female deers. Um, (laughs) We have to, yeah, you have to make sure that you start it properly. I can't start it without the proper Q slogan. There you go. I didn't know it on. Hey, y'all. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) That's my new slogan. (laughs) Hey, y'all. Introductions, everyone. So, I'm Gil. I'm Q. And I'm Ted. This is the City Dudes Podcast, episode 27. 27. And we'll figure out what its named is, but to start what out with, what did you say? I said, what, what it, it we'll figure out named. what it named is. Yeah, yeah you went past tense on it real I just, quick. Yeah. I like that. I'm talking about the future of when those the, our listeners will listen I to like it. That. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's great. But uh, yeah, everyone, um, yeah, before we dive into uh, this week's <laughs> topics here, why don't we talk about? Quickly, how's everyone's week been? Or week's it's the been? same thing every week. We know shit. how the yeah. format goes. Everyone hates our fucking dead-end jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Right. For the most part. Yeah. But we start in order. <laughs> Gail, how was your... Yeah, it's good. I, I had my trip. Um, came back from that. Oh, yeah, your trip, bro. Um, that was it, was... it was a pretty cool and, and fun experience. Um, yeah. Oh, did you bring back a keychain? Oh, oh did damn. did you cheat on your girlfriend? Guilt, guilt me on that. Shit. In the middle... Wait, you didn't um, bring it back. Any souvenirs? You didn't cheat on your girlfriend? What did you do? I think he went there just to do his job. Yeah, oh, God. that's what it fucking was. Weirdo. Fucking stood around for hours on end trying to promote the, the fucking church of my company. So that's what it came down to. Um, but it was good weather. Nice yeah, time. good weather was nice. Um, didn't sweat a lot, so I was indoors mostly. Um, I had a room with bunk beds. I had a big-ass fucking king-size bed next to bunk beds i got like the family room for some reason that's mm-hmm. what our company um could get there and you were in there by yourself it was in there by myself so it was really weird seeing like just bunk beds next to me with no one in there um yeah, you should have dressed creepy. up like a, a mannequin or some shit and put them on I, bunk beds. i'm not gonna lie i did lay on every single bed yeah. though just experience just, just about to ask you that there's three beds in one night when <laughs> else can you do that yep yep oh, i'd love to see gill on yeah. the top bunk it's it been morning afternoon up. and night on mm-hmm. different beds yeah 
Wait, you slept on each? I one? just wanted to see, oh, like at least for like it? five minutes each. I just wanted to see the angle of the television screen, you know, okay. the optimum viewing there. <laughs> so you were bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Um, did, did Mama come and bring you? Yeah. The, oh my God, man. Jesus. My mom. She's she's a lifesaver. She met up with me. We had Bonchon that night too, and she uh, we nice. met up after a, my flight, um, and yeah, brought me some button downs, um, saved my ass because I would have been with like a t-shirt and a fucking suit, so that would have been good. Um, yeah, and then I don't know where we were surprised to like the new boss, 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 someone who's going to be like running the show at my company, who lives in Florida, who just got hired, came up and just like, hey, how you guys doing? So surprised us, and I had to like put on the best show and everything too. Um, and, yeah. and it's now, did you, did you feel one like you tip, did a good job? One tip, by the way, too, mm-hmm. whenever anyone who gets hired at your job, don't creep on their social media because sometimes you find shit that kind of rubs you the wrong way when oh, you, no. when you, uh, oh no, don't even talk shit. about it. We so, don't want to know. Don't <laughs> yeah. air your job out of here. Tell um, us off, Mike. Did yeah, you feel like so, you did a good job? Your uh, but, presentation yeah, was pretty good. Um, the thing is, though, we have to like get business out of it too. And I called everyone. Not a single person I called back that I got contact information from pick up picked up their phone. Right. No oh, one well. picks up their fucking phone anymore. Yeah, I don't care. Do you guys ever pick up a, a phone that it's like a random number or anything like that? Right? Yeah, every time. You, you do. You do every. Yeah, it's, there's this like Chinese thing that constantly hits me up, and I answer every time. <laughs> That's how they keep on getting to you. You gotta mm-hmm. ignore them. But uh, I absolutely do not. And you under don't get any circumstance. No. Robocalls? One time I got a call from my number. I said, "Oh, y'all motherfuckers are getting creative, huh?" <laughs> It said Tedron Peters on my phone. I said, "Oh no, okay." That's definitely a way to get me because I'll be like, "Oh, is it me from is the it future?" Curious, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> Some me from the shit. Okay. Q, you have no idea what's going on. Don't go in the Bro. elevator at three o'clock. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I fuck? don't. Something cool, city related though about my trip. Um, if you leave out of the A terminal or Terminal A at LaGuardia, um, it's just JetBlue's terminal, and they've um revitalize this old terminal that used to be in use in the 1920s so it's really cool seeing this like little terminal that has like artwork from like all this crazy time from back then so Wh- which um, station was that uh, terminal a that's only ryan Belaguardia, but definitely okay. check that out I fly uh, spirit spirit yeah no. <laughs> i uh i learned my lesson a few times with spirit i went on a fucking spirit plane once and as soon as we took off the engine just started like just making this crazy ass fucking sound and i've never hated my flight experience until that fucking moment i was like oh, wow. what the fuck is that noise that's not supposed to. it was like oh, God. it was, what the it was hell? pretty terrifying oh, um but yeah sound, Q, how was how was how's your week there um nothing as terrifying as a engine making weird noises yeah. mm-hmm. but uh i mean i had a pretty basic week things kind of got hectic at work but it's nothing i really want to talk about on the yeah. podcast i'll tell y'all <laughs> but <laughs> we're learning we're learning here yeah, uh, man. Yeah, but uh, I have a I have a stacked fucking day today, though. You do have a stacked day today. First of all, we have our first, uh, our very first city dudes on location. Is that gonna today. be like a little bonus, little That's episode huge, or something bro. like that? Yeah, of course, it'll okay. be a bonus episode. Uh, and as the time goes on, and the more that we do yeah. it. We're going to get you guys involved. We'll, uh, want you to pull up we'll with definitely. Us. Yep. It's going to be trial here today, but I'm excited for it. Uh, mm-hmm. I was yeah. excited on Wednesday when I found out today that nobody really fucking knew what was going I, on. I fucking knew. Gil knew. Okay. Gil knew. I didn't know because of my crazy ass fucking week. <laughs> I was just asking if we can move it later, but then Q was like, wait, I don't know. We were supposed to see that today? Motherfucker. That's so what we're going to see the movie yeah. Shazam. That's, that's so if you're yeah. listening to this, maybe go see it today and then you guys can share in on the experience yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. You'll hear later. Our- 
individual around. thoughts. Yeah. Before and after. Yeah, we'll catch it fresh. Because um, it's not the show. It's us that people like, I think. Or the mixture of the both. If they like the city and like us, it's a bonus. So, but pretty sure they're they they like us if they're listening to yeah. us if they're listening to this and they don't like us like what the fuck it's like what the hell yeah. yeah i like the topics and the stuff that they talk about but them individually yeah, i can't fucking bro. stand them it's like this is not it you, <laughs> if you're people. if you're tuning in to get information from this show then uh you might be um you might be lost in this world but me my week they've got plenty of information pretty good what'd you my, do my uh Got a lot of allergies. A lot of allergies brewing <laughs> around all in my system. That tree spuzz. Yeah, all in my nose, all uh, messing me up. You know, my very sniffly this week, but I'm still working out. Uh, I up my working out to three times a week. I'm feeling good. Mm. I um, saw Pet Cemetery in the beginning of the week. The, Stephen the King. original? No, the Stephen. There's an original movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I saw the remake. So, saw the that, remake. Oh, was no. it good? Um, it was, uh, bad. To make you want pets? It was bad. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it was uh, it wasn't, well, okay, maybe not bad, but it wasn't good. It yeah. was very interesting, very disturbing, very strange. Uh, I guess I could, I would recommend it if you watch, if it, you know, if it went straight to Hulu or something. <laughs> but yeah. I wouldn't say go pay money for now, it. I saw very, the original. very creepy. The original was pretty good. Really? Yeah, you know, pets, well, cemeteries. Reboots, you know, you know. All types of stuff going on. Reboots. People dying and shit. You know, people want to reboot things for absolutely no reason. You know what they need to reboot? Reboot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That fucking show is the best. That old-ass yeah. cartoon that used to come on Toonami? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, down with it. There's a uh, lot of reboots. You see this Dora the Explorer movie coming out? Oh, Jesus Christ. God. All right. That's okay. that's a, when, whenever we transition Kim from new, talking about New York when we ran out of shit, we'll talk about fucking <laughs> media reboots. and terrible reboots and top five. Reboots. I heard Just help. transition this show to be broader. Yeah. I think they, they like... Yeah. I, heard, I heard Hellboy is bad too. Yeah, it's, it's I'm going by. I'm telling you, I, I live yeah. by Rotten Tomatoes. Um, mm-hmm. It's the consensus. You know, if more people say it's shit, I'm probably going to believe the majority than the people. But then again, well, people have their there. There we go. Speculation yeah, about um, Rotten Tomatoes, but yeah, man, I guess you can pay for for certain things there. <laughs> I'm Captain Marvel. You know, um, <laughs> but uh, well. Yeah, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll definitely mm-hmm. be talking about movies uh, in that bonus episode. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. But to uh, stay on topic here, Mr. Ted, you got something for us. I'm running that list today. Got some kind of list yeah. going on. I'm running that list, doggy. We got to do something before then, right? Drop oh, that. yeah, here Drop we go. It. Five, four, three, two, one. Five, four, three, two, one. If you're listening, go ahead and bust a twerk out real quick. It's uh, The List, episode 27, and Rand today is uh, Mr. Ted. Mr. Ted. Running the list today. Uh, what do we got? Top five. The list for today that we're going to indulge in. Hopefully, I'm going to try to blaze through this list. Hopefully, you guys can comedically yeah. chime in. Uh, it's top five interruptions that can happen during a during podcast, a podcast episode. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mr. New York City. Coming in at number here. five, Mr. Buzzsaw. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, that was a buzzsaw? That was the radiator? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I like that authentic okay. New York City sound. But no, All the right. real list, what do we got? Uh, number, uh, the, the top five list for today is top five pivotal New York City moments, right? So these are moments that helped shape New York the way it is, kind of define culture in certain ways, really specific events in time. We might have touched on some of these, but I chose to do a specific um, top five 
for those events so that we can, you know, it's kind of like a more informational episode today. Okay. okay. You know, I have to balance. I have to offset you guys' death, destruction, and terror. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> With some culture no one, and some information. No one likes that. My last one was pretty light. No, your last our, one was great. Our listener count did drop a little. Word of mouth. Help spread it. So I loved uh, that last episode was really good. That was, so, yeah, that was a gotta, good one. We got to promote. Thank you. So, number five on the list, yeah. right? And you don't even need to worry about Reba. We can get right into it unless you <laughs> want. Fine. Unless That's you fine. want we'll, here, we'll, Reba. I got to need to get a new numbers. We'll do that next episode. Yeah, because right. well, apparently you still got R. Kelly in the I'll mix and I won't have him. <laughs> there we go. All right. Number five is just, in quotes, I love New York, right? Okay. Mm. So, uh, we'll talk about this. That was a huge media so like we'll blitz. Talk about yeah, this, yeah, yeah. right? So... Um, New York from uh, VH1's Flavor of Love won't let Flavor Flav rejection stand in the way of her happiness. VH, oh wait, actually, this is wrong. Let me let go. You start the wrong part of the list. Whoa, no, he was talking about I Love New York, the show oh. from VH1. I'm like, wait, right. why is he talking about? In Flav which Flav? New York, uh, you know, she's on the search. You know, yeah. through twelve to twenty hunky men that she's looking for. I remember. Um but uh sorry about that. Um nineteen seventy seven, right? The yeah. I Love New York logo uh became the symbol of advertising campaign tourism in New York City. Now you know this is like a unavoidable slogan. This is on everything. Yeah, and a I lot heart of those New York. Yeah, I heart New York. A lot of those aren't even licensed. Like he's not mm-hmm. getting money from most of those. But the uh image was came up by a guy uh was uh, thought up by a guy named Milton Glazer, right? So uh, he was a graphic designer whose work continued. He'd be rolling in fucking money, man. He'd never got that. I guess yeah. you can't patent designs like up. that, or I guess you could. Okay, you should be able to. But it's not a company. Up. It's not like the company is called I Love, I New, love York. New York. Yeah, no, it was it just not, something he pushed out there. It didn't work out yeah. for him in that in those terms. I th- he did get like a payment from the commission because um, it was actually became like a big thing in an advertisement campaign. Yeah. Um, and it's impossible to walk through Times Square without seeing this. So um, in uh, 1976, Glazer was a young designer making his name in the city, uh, kind of teetering on the brink. He was like on the edge of bankruptcy. And uh, the, you know, New York was a completely different place then, as we all That's know. That's when everyone used to hate New York and then realize, wait a second. <laughs> wait, I could, wait. I can I can love it? What? <laughs> oh, get out of here. Really? So New Just York was reeling from bad headlines. It had 658,147 <laughs> wow. violent crimes were reported that year. And the met- Jesus and the, uh, Christ. And the middle class. There's nothing to love. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is love? So they were trying to uh they were trying to reverse their failing terrorism revenue. So they got together uh the New York State Department of Commerce. Failing terrorism revenue? I said from... terrorism, I thought I said tourism. You said terrorism. I said terrorism. New Yorkers were terrorists. Just, he just kept going. They, their their budget back then was a bit higher. Yeah. Um, we were yeah. able to bomb Jersey a bit more. Or as Q um, says, tourists. Tourists. Uh <laughs> So the New York State Department of Commerce decided to do a, a PR campaign, and um, so the ad agency Wells Rich Green had already cooked up a "I Love New York" slogan, and they also had like a little jingle by uh, Steve Kerman. If you've ever heard that "I Love New York" jingle, yeah. And so Glazer, they hit him up to just finish off the with the logo because they had already saw it. Um, so he did What's get paid the off jingle? of that. Jingle. I, I love New York. Oh, he just made that up. No, I'll, I'll try to find it. Let's see. <laughs> it should have been on our New York. Uh, yeah. 
you know, music episode. But uh, so I wanted to do a little bit of research about why I, the "I Love New York" slogan is still so relevant today. You guys want to? You guys want to hear it? Maybe ahead, listeners want to hear it. Up, Here we hit go. me up with that. You're planning a long vacation, or just a day or two. Uh, you're finally on vacation. Uh, you're wondering what to do. You want some place that's different. You want some place that's special. You can have a great vacation in New York. And you say, I love New York. Uh-huh. That's very Broadway. That I is love, very Broadway. I love that. <clears throat> Picture listening to that song, I'm walking fucking, through Times yeah, Square, yep, yep, and then yep, immediately yep. being but robbed. Like, there's so much sailing. <laughs> what the fuck? Where? Where's? What sailing can you do it in rhymed. New York? I don't it know. Rhymed. Sailing over the bums below you. <laughs> being sucked off by a prostitute. Like the. So I wanted. Like I said, I wanted to do some research. Uh, why the the slogan is so prominent still and um come to find out it probably you could guess it was 911 um jesus so mm-hmm. the you know a lot of people he was he was shocked after 911 and um so he made this big mural uh doing the famous I love New York logo and on the left side he signed more than ever this was right after 911 mm-hmm. and you know he said he would later explain a reflection of what all of us were uh, experiencing after the tragedy a deepening of our sense of love and commitment to the city that is our home so after that people kind of adopted the the slogan and um, made it a part of their lives and now it's unavoidable yeah. unfucking avoidable so Everyone that's knows. Five, it's on every like shopping bag everything you got around yeah. here i love new york all over the place i heart new york so number five is uh i heart new york that was a pivotal moment when he thought of that yeah Shout out to Milton Glazer. All Good right, one. moving yeah. on to number four, right? Number four is a little day, if you might have learned about it in history class, a day called Evacuation Day. Ooh. Now, that sounds kind of like, kind of like, oh, it's kind of spicy, right? What the fuck yeah, happened? It's every morning terrible. for me. Evacuation? Evacuation Day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you, have, did you have a lot of evacuation days? Well, I'm, I'm just talking about my morning shit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> He's referring to his bowels. What were you thinking? Oh, I thought he had, you know, in school they would do like evacuation right, drills. Right, that's what I was thinking. I thought that's what he was doing. Uh, the mature thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. They just had it a lot in his school. Sorry. He's talking about shit. Uh, <laughs> remember we had gone on a streak where every episode yeah, we were, we're talking good. about I just, shit. I just thought we were getting back. a lot yeah. better, bro. Like, it's coming back. I'm excited about our future. Like any good shit, it's making a return. <laughs> This podcast is good shit. All right. 1674, uh, sorry. Uh, English King Charles the II promised New York, or uh, I said New York. It was actually called New Netherlands at the time to his brother, who was the Duke of York. We talked about this on all uh, Yes, the Noble episode. Duke of York. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Noble Duke of York. That's what New York is named after. So the King uh, King Charles promised this to his brother. This was before he had even like claimed New York. He's like, yo, I'm going to claim that shit, and I'm going to name it after you, bro. That's how much I mess with you. You know, he knew it was going to happen. So oh, That's at, a cool dude. Yeah, he's a, I mean, he's a cool brother. It's New York. He said, I'm going to name hmm. this shit after you, bro. I love you. The, uh, uh, the Dutch 
um, so at the time it was under Dutch control. Mm-hmm. So they got it from Dutch control, but then uh, the Dutch recaptured it in 1673. And uh, guess what they fucking renamed it, bro? So it was called New Netherlands. Mm-hmm. They renamed it to New York. They captured it back and, and renamed it something completely. New stupid. Amsterdam? Was no. that? No. New, New, or- New Orange, bro. New <laughs> they orange? called it New Orange. It was like a slap in the face. Yeah, we captured our shit back and we calling it New Orange now. <laughs> why? No clue. No clue why they called it. We don't that. make oranges here. We we're not associated with the color orange uh, at all. That's why. Yeah. But is, the next year. Orange now flag? They predicted the future is like one day it'll be <laughs> Hispanics that roam your streets selling oranges. Yeah. That's actually <laughs> might be a good theory as to why they did that. But. The or next year, man, but, like but you can tell it was just a sewers. stunt, right? Because the next year, they uh, they gave it back. They returned it to the British, uh, so that they could get control of a uh, something called a Surrey name. Yeah. A Surrey name? I don't know where that is. Hmm. Sorry, should have did more research on that. I'm sorry. But uh, as uh, so they re- uh, newly renamed it New York City, mm-hmm. and as the surrounding areas developed, there was a like a growing like independent feeling among like amongst a lot of people in in the city, and so a lot of the idea of what liberty was started to become split. And then they were like, "Well, fuck the British. Yeah, you don't need this yes, shit either." Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the following like after the Declaration of Independence was signed. The, a lot of people in the city band together and took a, took down a statue of George of King George the Third. They tore it down and melted it into and, and made musket balls with the shit, bro. Damn! Oh wow! They, they shot up. his own people with <laughs> they, his with, own statue. With his own statue. That's it, intense. That's some New York shit. That's some that is, New that York is, shit. That is the bro. most New York thing I've ever heard. So in April, <laughs> it just started back then. They turned up in April nineteen. Uh, in April 19th, 1775, that's the beginning of the American Revolutionary War, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you learned about it in school. So on November 25th, this was evacuation day. This is the day that the British Army departed from New York City. They drove all the motherfuckers oh, out. Okay. So this was on Manhattan Island. So after the end of the American Revolutionary War, um, in, in the wake of of all of this war and destruction and they finally claimed New York City General George Washington triumphantly led uh, the Continental Army from his headquarters in the north of the city across the Harlem River just like like how you're getting just into like a, this just like a like a uh, parade just like Turn yeah, we the fucked page. some shit up yeah we so when he that picture of him on the boat like in the river is he in the Harlem River I think so yeah or maybe oh. not I don't know. We'll say it is. Let's say it is. We're experts. Yeah. So um, I feel like it was a it was an important day for us. We claim the shit. We're New York City now. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty fucking New York story, though. New York City yes, story. Very pivotal moment. You thought we were screwed up, but like now, psst, it's been us yeah. from the start. Yeah. We will just... melt your statue and shoot your people with it. Yeah. We don't want your medal. We'll give it right back to you. Yo, we want our freedom, bro. <laughs> so. But not the darkies. They come later. (laughs) And we'll talk about we'll talk about that later on. Let's talk about the blacks later. But um, talk about the darkies. I thought evacuation day was something completely different. Well, then again, yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, you thought it was some what is it destruction shit? Yeah, what is it when they make you hide under your desk? That's like 
if the nuclear bombs drop, or right? It's like earthquake or some shit. <laughs> yeah, the earthquake or like <laughs> yeah. a nuclear bomb. I think that's bomb. any disaster. Yeah, you I gotta like stay away from the windows, hide under your desk. Your desk yeah. <laughs> I find in either situation highly ineffective. Yeah, probably. School shooter. Just yeah. get underneath your desk. N- no, that's not gonna help. Not gonna work. I'm still very wide open. <laughs> But evacuation day, yeah, the day we kicked out the British, that makes more sense. Got him out of there, uh, you know. He led this parade from uh, what was it? I lost it. It's the first Macy's parade. <laughs> the first Macy's parade. He led it from Manhattan yeah. to the Battery at its southern tip. You know what's crazy? Boston just threw out some tea. They 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 started it though. They were pissed. How come how come our story isn't more famous? We melted down the statue and shot their people That's with true. it. All they did was throw it was some kind tea. of violent. Yeah. Mm. All they did was make the fucking ocean sweet for a little bit. I yeah, think we right? do have a story, it was, but it was like up. some like crazy fucking like massacres and more Manhattan crazy massacres. That makes shit. sense. That's some New yeah. York shit. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to see Gang in New York one day. And fucking do a review. Just uh, do a review of, of, review. of, of New York. Some City, yeah. We got we got a list this movie. We do. And this first yeah. one is gonna be a mix of both. That's what yeah. I like. City Dudes review and City Dudes on location. On location. Yeah. Shazam on your ass. All right. All right. Number three. Number three. <sighs> Let me take a deep breath. Get myself together. I'm getting too hype. Number three. I always do this on my list. Believe on the yourself. list of a pivotal New York City moments, right? The opening of the Brooklyn Bridge. This was a pivotal New York City event. Uh, so the New York City, uh, well, the Brooklyn Bridge, it connects the boroughs of Manhattan and Brooklyn. It spans, you know, the East River, and uh, it's pretty much, I think it's like a 1,000, let me not think, let me look. It's 1,590 feet uh, wide or long, and the height of it is uh, 276 feet above the high water. God so damn. the dude, oh, that's long as shit, right? Yeah, I'm afraid of heights. Have so you, like, that freaks me really, out. Really? Have you ran the Brooklyn Bridge before? I've walked across it. It's mm, uh, I've never done that. I gotta do that too. You yeah. haven't done it either. Mm-hmm. Let's do it together. Girl. Yeah, it's an annoying. It's an annoying walk. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid of heights. You're mad high up. But you conquered that shit though. To be afraid of heights, I was and drunk. The whole br- oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah, I, I was drunk. That now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So. Uh, John Augustus Roebling, right? And y'all gotta bear with me because I told you allergies. My fucking nose is so stuffed up right now. I feel like dude, I'm it's gonna hit me any day now. I feel like I'm doing a nerd impression. So <laughs> I get it in the winter. I never get it in the spring. So it's like cool. Uh, so they began the construction of the Brooklyn Bridge in 1869, and the dude who was originally, you know, putting together the plans for it, he got really sick, and he passed the challenge on to his son. So that was John Augustus Roebling. He passed it down to Washington Roebling. And Washington uh, Roebling was working on the bridge. And then he got fucked up. He got physically injured right after 1870. Oh, wow. So that left him watching the construction of of the bridge, you know, with his uh, from his window with his wife just looking at the shit. Sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Emily Warren Roebling, who worked for both her husband and the uh, bridge's engineers, you know, she oversaw the whole thing, and then the bridge opened up in May twenty fourth, eighteen eighty three. So, um, you know, a lot of people were scared about the bridge. They started like trying to figure out, like, I don't know, is this is as you naturally would be, you would be like wondering uh-huh. if the bridge uh, was going to hold or not. So, as a stunt and to make sure like people were confident in the bridge, P. T. Barnum led uh oh. 21 elephants across mm-hmm. the brooklyn bridge just why, to, why to did i immediately think elephants but as soon as you said pt barnum i yeah. was like yep it's elephants 
Yeah. It's elephants. So let's just let's just risk some elephants. <laughs> if the bridge doesn't work, why not? The Already an endangered it. species. That's crazy how why before not? bridges we take that shit for granted, but we have to just fucking boat yeah. it over. Mm-hmm. We would just boat our elephants. <laughs> onto Brooklyn. Yeah. Now we got a fucking bridge to cross our elephants. Yes, yeah. yes, we now we, we send can... the monkeys in the space and we send the elephants over the <laughs> so fucked up. Yo, humans are assholes. Animals like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yo, Peter, we feel you, yo. Yeah. Yeah. I got stopped by some lady on the. So I, was, I took Snow into work yesterday, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hi, your dog is cute. Do you like animals?" And I was like. Yeah, it's like, do you have a moment to talk about them? It's like, no, nah, I got an old one to take care of. Peace, I don't got time for this. You keep having the, those interactions with uh, those people. I just, they, they get like me. this response was better than your last one. Though. Yeah, your last yep, one yep, was yep. Just... This time was a little nicer before I was an asshole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I love chicken, bro. <laughs> Jeez. Chicken is delicious. What's wrong with this guy? Chicken is pretty good. Number two. Yes. Big on step. my list of uh, <laughs> pivotal. Two. 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 Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> As long as it's not R. Kelly. All right. There you go. Number two on my list. Oh, God. Stop it right now. (laughs) All right. right. No longer talk to you. Ellis Allen. The opening of Ellis Island. Do you know about Ellis Island? What do you know about Ellis Island really quick? It's the island that everyone thinks um, the Statue of Liberty is on. But it's not. Very true. Okay. Uh, Yeah. I was going to say I was going to say I once thought that the Statue of Liberty was there. Really? It's not. Wow. Yeah. That's so, that's what I know about it. Wow. Um but Ellis Island is where they funneled everyone through, right? So that's where they had that port and then all the immigrants. Am I right about that? All the immigrants, yeah. Immigrants. Yeah, so checkpoint. Yeah, so they saw the statue coming in. They weren't like going through the like underneath the skirt of fucking Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. looking, looking up like, up, oh, like- <laughs> this is America's pussy. Welcome. Um There's a lot of room in here. <laughs> um no, no, but yeah. So, uh, in the 35 years before Ellis Island opened, more than 8 million immigrants all arrived in New York City. And it, so it was basically a shit show. And they were being processed by the officials at Castle Guardian Immigration Depot in Lower Manhattan, just across the bay. I mean, they were being swamped with immigrants. Everybody was coming in New York because, of, I mean, the promises. You know? That's true. So they were just probably like, that damn song. If they made it to the land alive, that's good. Uh, that was That was... No, nah, this was way before the song. Like a, maybe like 100 years before that. Yeah. But uh, the federal government assumed control of immigration on uh, April 18th, eight, uh, 1890. And the first Ellis Island immigrant station opened January 1st, 1892. So they built it of wood, right? And then mm-hmm. randomly one day there was some like fire, actually a huge fire, and it was completely destroyed <laughs> on uh, June 15th, 1897. Oh, that sucks. So they had it. It was running, and it was completely destroyed. Some people say it was like an electrical failure, yeah. but it was completely mm-hmm. made out of wood. So, Who would just... Out of wood? I mean, like, really? I what know. other materials did they have? I mean, maybe they had that. Stone? You know what I always thought? How awesome would have been to have the job? <laughs> the person who, like, checks in the immigrants and, like, looks at their papers and stuff. Because half of the time, you couldn't even understand what their, their name was. So you just made some shit, and they had to run with it. So oh. you're, like, in control... Of the lineage of so many people today, oh just my like God. my name is Babushka Mbinga. Oh. It's like, all right, Carrie, let's go. <laughs> Carrie Smith. My name is John. Now. Perfect. Carrie Smith. All right. You know, Jackie is... Chan's name is not Jackie Chan. Carrie it's some Chinese Smith. shit. Oh man. <laughs> like, what if some dude gave him the name some Jackie Chinese Chan? Shit. I had a, a fucking a, uh, a teacher that this is how it made sense to me. Um, 
he was from Latvia in like some Eastern European country, and his name, his last name is just Latvis. So they just like you're Latvia Latvis. Yeah. So no, they just they're like you come from Latvia. All right, fuck it. Your last name now is Latvis. Oh shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. He did, they did not care about that. That's, yeah. no, not at all. So apparently there was no loss of life reported, but most of the immigration records dating back to 1855 were destroyed. That's crazy. Yeah. So a lot of people losing their history there. So the same people, or not the same, but you know, losing some people. Documentation. So with after, descendants from from back then who are bitching about the same shit that's happened now. Yeah. Right. Uh, so after. Uh, so about 1.5 million immigrants have been processed at the first building during its five years of, of use. So the second uh, Ellis Island immigrant station opened up on t- December 17th, um, 1900, right? And it ran all the way to uh, 1954. So it had a good run, uh, but they shut that shit down after a while. <laughs> you know, they probably opened up new immigration sections and new immigration stations. Yeah, probably uh, not on an island. Yeah. So a lot of <laughs> exactly. So I think so. This was pretty much the place where you know a lot of people would get there, and either they were going to be allowed access into this new world, or, or they were going to turn the fuck back. Yeah. Damn. So imagine being on like a fucking like three month boat ride. And they're like, no, sorry, you're too <laughs> sick to enter America. Yeah. You're gonna have to take your sick ass home. You're gonna have to go. Good back. Good luck. Hmm. Yeah. So approximately 12 million people had been processed through Ellis Island. And uh, about one-third of the current U.S. population has ancestors that have passed through Ellis Island. So it's a huge, not only just shaping New York, but shaping, you know, the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, immigrants essentially built this country. Of course, you know? and they and definitely always, built New York. Yeah, oh, pfft, yeah. hell yeah. Every time I turn around, there's another immigrant owning yeah. something. So <laughs> <laughs> You sound frustrated. You're, you're, no, I'm not even frustrated. Another, I'm uh, just saying, like, how many bodegas you go to? Yeah, like, uh, but... Now this Ain't is a, a perfect example of that because there's a there's a bodega right next to a bodega right outside of us. Yes, right now which I feel on is Gale Street. Ridiculous. It's kind of crazy on Gill Street. It makes no sense. One of them should they, sell milk and the other one Pepsi. Work in tandem. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, and Ellis Island currently has a museum that is connected with the Statue of Liberty. So maybe that's the association there. Mm-hmm. They have a museum. So that's number two. All right, moving on to number one, the Ooh, most important one here. Drum roll. The most pivotal moment in shaping New York City as a whole, right? This is it's like in tandem. It's two here. It's two things on one. It's Rudy, that's the drum roll. Rudy Giuliani, and a thing called CompStat. Right. This was a pivotal moment in New York City history. Hmm. So we y'all know about Rudy Giuliani. I don't the really rude? know too much about him. Yeah, his name is Rudy, so that's cool. Julian. <laughs> he's an asshole. But he's an asshole. I was, yeah. I was throwing it to you. I wanted to see if you Yeah, no, him. he's a he's a he's a prick. He's uh one of Donald Trump's lawyers right now. Um, I thought we liked Giuliani. Yeah, me too. He did some good shit back yeah, in the day. Well, he got yeah. like the crime down and everything, but then after nine eleven he just ended up being a shitbag. I'm about to yeah. show him some love a little yeah. bit, but a lot of this stuff wasn't from him. It was like other people. But uh, this, it's him and this thing called CompStat. So a lot of uh, what New York used to be is, um, can be like described as hell pretty much. Like we talk about it often. Yeah. Uh, this quote here says, Bryant Park in the heart of Midtown adjacent to New York City Public Library used to be an open air drug, uh, drug market. Grand Central Terminal 
was a gigantic flop house so there's people doing crack in there and it was uh it was described as a grim gauntlet for bus passengers dodging beggars drunks thieves and destitute drug addicts so i mean it was terrible this yeah. was this was from the new york times in 1997 or 1992, actually. That's 92? Yeah, they said that in 92. Damn, I, didn't, I never realized how like close that was. Yeah, I it was mean... It pretty recent. Yes, in, in, in our history. Yeah. So, uh, Rudiani... I said Rudiani. I'm gonna call Rudy, his ass Rudiani. Rudiani. So, Rudiani, he, he implies... Uh, he takes over and he starts, you know, making small changes. You know, he was driving out mob families. He started with that. And then the next thing he did was... Uh, start this thing called CompSat. Well, he didn't start it. So it was this dude named Jack Jack Maple, right? It's a great name. And he was a transit police officer and he developed this system of charts. uh, And it was simple. It basically tracked uh, crime through pins that were stuck in maps. So if you see like any type of old crime movie, you can see like pins Mm -hmm. being stuck in maps. And it's like, oh, there was a crime here. So he developed that system. And... um, so that system pretty much ended up cutting subway crime by 27%. So they took that system and built on it and kind of uh, put some funding towards it and yeah. kind of built it up. Oh, nice. So, uh, so how they developed the system pretty much, it includes four generally recognized components. It's timely and accuracy. These are the things they focus on. Timely and accuracy, uh, information or intelligence, rapid deployment and resources, uh, resources and effective tactics, and relentless follow-up so these are the things that they made sure that they focused on like intently yeah um and then they expanded it even further and they made it so that it could be tweaked depending on the specific department needs so this whole theory was was uh built and this whole uh, concept was built on this other concept called the broken windows theory right yeah have you ever heard of this this is crazy no what is somebody just running around throwing rocks through windows No, it's so, a it's a it's a resting um, anyone for any any crime, no matter what. So, like, so they hmm. had this theory that if people saw that they could get away with small things, then they would be more inclined to do bigger things. And so, a guy who was a, a writer, who also uh, I don't even have his name here. That's fucked up. But I think he had the uh, same name, same last name as the guy who developed the "I Love New York" slogan. But um, he right, developed laser. this theory of, uh, you know, the, the graffiti and seeing the graffiti. So everybody's seeing the graffiti and they think like, well, people don't give a fuck. Why should I give a fuck? So they thought that seeing that and they, then they ran this experiment where they put graffiti on a mailbox and then put it beside a mailbox without graffiti. And the mailbox with graffiti got robbed 27% more of the time. Hmm. So this theory started gaining some traction and they started just implementing it into the police system. Like, okay, let's stop letting them get away with small stuff. Let's like rapidly increase our uh, resources in terms of like these people who are doing small crimes and get everybody for doing everything and it'll decrease the big crime. And it happened. It slowly, and this was the thing that was kind of responsible for New York being the way yeah. it is now. You can just walk yeah. through Times Square and not get assaulted or, uh, but you can't find a prostitute though. That Yeah. That just sucks. sad. Yeah. You can't find, I've, oh. I've looked, you can't, <laughs> didn't know where, didn't know it'd be found. Um, so, but here's it's very the, interesting. Yeah. Here's, here's the interesting part. So if I, if I jaywalk, right. 
the cops could just roll up and arrest me. Like, hey, no jaywalking. Throw me to the ground. Yeah. Well, at that me, time. They probably me. don't do that anymore. Do but that at that now, time, they yeah. were on your ass, bro. I feel like they might still do that today. You think so? Yeah. They see black no, guys that you are show, breaking a law. That is probable cause for them to detain you mm-hmm. if they are having a bad day. But yeah. you just want to not. Hey, Mr. Black. Uh, it's kind of shitty Christmas in this street? day and age. You got to fucking abide by all that shit. <laughs> yeah. But. Yep. Yeah, so I think that was a good description right, of theory. Number one. Do you need me to uh, talk, the, read the actual just description do a, of the theory, a re- or that oh, was a good? No, that's that's good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. All right, so I'll just run through the list real yep, quick. Yep, do a recap. Okay, so number five was I Love New York, not the subpar show on VH1 that was terrible, <laughs> but the slogan. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is Evacuation Day. Ran up on him with the mullet. I'm not the mullet. Fuck me. The the, uh, the musket musket. The mullets. Rudiani. Uh, uh, I'm sick. Number three, <laughs> the opening of the Brooklyn Bridge. Number two, Ellis Island. And number one, Rudy Giuliani and Comstat. Rudiani. There we go. All right. I can rock with that. Okay. Like How do y'all list. feel at the end of that? Good, but I got one. Mm. I got an inclusion here. You feel like here. you're shaking in your seat a little bit. I got one in here that I might want to challenge you in challenge with. Challenge me. Yeah. Let's go. So this was the 1964 shooting of James Powell. Um, so mm. this caused the 1964 race riots that happened in New York City, um, which I think was a pivotal change in how New York City viewed African Americans back then. Um, so... In 1964, um, a 15-year-old named James Powell was shot by an off-duty police officer. Um, And then charging in that incident was an act of brutality. So they had uh, charged the police officer, but of course, um, he got away. away, He got away. Mm -hmm. Nothing nothing happened there. The blue bond. Um, So uh, an estimated 8,000 Harlem residents took to the streets and launched a large-scale riot, breaking windows, setting fires looting local businesses i never understood that though yeah. like let's fuck up our own shit <laughs> yeah no, we're angry it was like never no. enjoyed that it's um, just not good logic the eruption of violence soon spread to nearby neighborhoods in bedford Stuyvesant and continued for six days resulting in the death of one resident and over 100 in- injuries um oh. and there was over 450 arrests so um it even like shook upstate New York too, like Rochester, New York. There was a civil rights, so it just started spreading from there as mm. well too. Mm. Um, so it got to the point where the uh, governor Nelson Rockefeller then um, mobilized the National Guard, Damn. and public order was restored um, on July 26th. So uh, it highlighted a, a real racial problem and injustice and civil unrest that was happening in Northeast. So everyone still thought, you know, like, hey, okay, this shit only happens in the South, but people still in New York were feeling, hmm. you know. I think about that, Q. So that's that's an inclusion in there. Actually, Definitely yeah, woke up. It, I, I think like I want to add that. It's a little bit more important than I love New York, I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, I love New York. No, well, I love New York. For a visual reason. I would, I would. What would you bump out? A lot of those are pretty it's strong. Kind of, Come on, yeah. Um, I love New York. You definitely mobilize like the revitalizing image of of New York of City. New York, I, yeah. I like that. Um, Along with that crank ass song, you can't fucking... see. You can't see. You literally can't see that symbol like any. Like you can see that yeah. everywhere in the city. That you know us being able to fucking steal the land or take the land back from the British. That was pivotal yeah. too. And Ellis you... Island. We needed that shit. Yeah. We wouldn't be America without it. 
Um, what was number two? Con- number two, that was Ellis Island. That, okay. Yeah. Number one was Rudy, Rudiani, and uh, Comstat. Comstat. Fucking broken, broken so, windows. I mean, and um, we can also we can also argue that New York would have been um, less racist over time anyway without the race war. That's true. So. I mean that is a pivotal moment though, definitely. That is that was you know, know a crazy crazy riot that just fucked yeah. up everything. I just, I just got a strong list, damn. you know. Yeah. Maybe we could bump it off at number five. I love New York as honorable mention, or you know we should it's, just you're put the, you're the tiebreaker, Q. We should just put fucking think? George Washington and all the shit he did for the country, New York City, on the pedestal. George Washington was a murderer in a wig. <laughs> he had fucking wooden teeth. Was that yeah. a thing? Right. He probably had chlamydia too. Yeah. Thank, I mean, thank you. I think yeah. that had to do with the wig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. All right. We'll thank keep you, him, thank keep him for him. what he did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, but George Washington. Thanks. But uh, um, you got chlamydia, bro. <laughs> you might want to get tested. Yeah. All right. So race rights, does it go on the list or not? Yeah. We'll let the two, we'll so we'll the two off. black men. Okay. I love New York. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll accept it. But bump off, I love New York. Oh, it. even though I feel like it should be higher. Included. I mean, unless you want to move some stuff down, but I got. But bump off, I love challenged, New York. Challenged, and I got. There we go. I know. I know our listeners like the challenge. I, 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 I want to push that one in. Two. Yep. Three. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Boom. Damn. All right. New champion. Any other honorable mentions? Race Anyone want to talk about anything? Well, I was going to talk about how you know the discoveries of. You know the old how New York came to be, like the origin of New York. I mean, we've talked about that on other episodes. This is twenty-seven episodes in, mm-hmm. so we've talked about New York at length. Um, I was going to talk about the Hudson River. Do you guys care about the Hudson River? I like the Hudson. It's like, pretty, like but you can't do gross? anything. It's nasty. It is, but it's, it's nasty, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the worst body of water ever. <laughs> New York Damn. City. New York City. Was it like the the, the Henry Hudson ex- expedition? Yeah, right, yeah. He just like, took his boat, went up to Hudson, and was like, "Yo, this place is pretty. It's, it's kind of nice. Let's just put a city there." That's a good description. Yeah. Of it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You could also do. So, like, let's name this hip-hop. river after me. Fuck it. I was here first. I think. No, you guys weren't. <laughs> we could do the birth of hip hop right here in the Bronx. <laughs> oh, he figured no. that out. Henry Hudson. <laughs> Hudson. MC Henry Hudson. Uh, yes. <laughs> Q, no, that's a good point, as an, though. As an honorable mention. Oh, as an honorable oh, mention, yeah. Very pivotal. That, those, yeah. the, the, we talked about it before, yeah, too. Yeah, that's why I was saying. Um, when the power went out, and then. Um, yeah, Son of Sam was running around shooting yeah, people yeah, up, and then the people. birth of hip-hop began. Yep, yes. yep, yep. The World's Fair, too. I'm sure that was pretty crazy. I wish I knew more about it, but Chris there was, like, this huge, when the World's Fair was a thing, where, like, all these companies from all around the world were showing, like, the coolest yeah. shit that they had out in science. Oh, um, and the opening of the UN. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, in New York, that, yep. that's a pivotal moment, I think. There's a million. Yeah. There's right. a lot of But I think our, our list is pretty good. So to recap, we put it in number five, but the 1964 race riot um, that... I All guess right. opened New York's mind to shit still being real there. So, um, 1964 race riot. Yeah, number five, number four. four then we got is uh, what was on. it? The Come oh on. the 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 musket. You know, turning uh, your statues and evacuation, taking shits. Day. Yes. Number um, three, Ellis Island. Wow, were we really grilling my memory here? Just fucking. Oh yeah, I'm getting <laughs> on you. I'm on you. Let's hear it. <laughs> I want to see if you motherfuckers are paying attention. Number three, Brooklyn Bridge. Yes. Number two, elephants. Ellis Island. Yes. And then number one, uh, we've got Rudiani. Rudiani. Yeah. All right. That. Thanks. That's the list. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for torturing me there, Ted. Right. <laughs> We're on it, um, boy. We'll, uh, we'll be back day. for part two shortly. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, and keep on listening. Let's thanks. Let's do it.
So the dudes break, everyone. Um, we Whoa. thought we have a, a little break message here. Um, What's the break we message? don't know what we're going to say in this break message. Okay. So um, this break message is for you listeners. Um, Ooga booga. Yes. Uh, all right. Five seconds. Five, four, three, two, <laughs> one. Yes. With the hoodie. That was bad. Um, <laughs> find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. Rate, review us. Stitcher like us. Premium. Uh, Stitcher Premium. Rate and review. If you do reviews, I'm telling you, man, you're going to get something special. Yes. yes. Let all us right. know how we're doing. Um, Tell us. Yeah, my sister just says we have no social media presence. Um, yeah, look, uh, look, so. sis, help us out. Man. Yeah, she wants to come back and be our intern. I'm gonna, so, um, I'm gonna get on that, sis. Yep. So, thanks for listening. We'll be back now to part two. Bye. Bye. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. And we're back. Safety Dudes Podcast, episode 27. Yeah. What up? Part yeah. 2. Back um, equipped with the City Dudes sound effects in the ooh, background. We, we have a voice back there. Um, it's a familiar voice, uh, a past oh. guest here, but now attending as an audience member here. Say hello. Just the peanut gallery. You know, uh. call me PG. <laughs> PG. PG. Call you PG. Those are not CJ. the two letters. PG from PG. All right. Is rated 13? Is that is that what we're calling His you here? His name is CJ. Can we all CJ? drop the hopes yes. here? Yes. Okay. All right. CJ is rated R. CJ the legend. is for <laughs> CJ yes. has a very in-depth sports knowledge. He's PG knowledge. during the day, rated R at night. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, okay. I, I don't like this. Right. I don't like this. <laughs> Still, he has a, he's... A, he okay for consumption as as long as you're 21. Because he's sports and hip hop. Yeah, CJ is sports and hip hop. I'm, I'm, I'm so much more than hip hop though. You know, I can go into the. R&B, we need like a newscaster set up now. You know, it's everything. You'll be you'll be definitely helping us back though once we uh, talk about sports. a future episode. Um, spoilers, sports. Um, but yeah, on to today's topic at hand uh, with gum spots let's uh, play an intro because i lost the new one here so this is a throwback to the old one just a couple episodes ago here it is there's a lot of cities and some got gum spots actually they all have gum spots this is one of the most important places in all of north america who are you who are you oh trumpet man all right um so uh this week's gum spots i wanted to talk about um food again but specifically, meals that you fell in love with here that you don't feel like you could have eaten from any anywhere else. Really? Um, mm-hmm. So meals or lifestyles you've adapted here, dealing with food um, since you've moved back to the city. In your case, uh, me, I guess I could say the same. Um, and you, you Q, um, yeah. you can even include cultural foods that you've seen to, to maybe fallen in love with uh, as a New Yorker here. Mm-hmm. Right, do you like a lot of cultural foods, Q? Yeah, I try out different stuff all the time. Yeah. I have a very <clears throat> interesting palate. Really? Yeah, there's not a lot of things I don't like. Like, there's probably like two foods that I just absolutely despise, and both of them are vegetables. One really? Of them, yeah, one of, them are, one of them is asparagus, and the other one is okra. Damn. Yeah, I can't okay. stand okra. I, I don't got hatred for that. I got a hatred for a bunch of other veggies. But, yeah, but other than that, everything else can pass. Oh, and zucchini. Yes, zucchini is such a dick. not that bad. But zucchini is yeah. not bad. But okra and I can see the I can see those yeah. too. Yeah. Maybe not a hatred, but they're kind of nasty. Yeah. yeah, but I, well, I pretty much love everything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so well, you, you, you're digging okra. Yeah, fried okra. Like yeah, it's pretty good. Okra. 
Look, yeah. if you can if you can introduce me to some banging ass okra, I'll try it. But if it's garbage, man, yeah. I'm gonna let you know. Yeah, CJ representing for the okra eaters <laughs> out here. Do you got a problem with the texture? Like, yeah, it's like slimy and shit. Yeah, what the yeah. hell is that all about? Yeah. Nah, I can't see. Nah, I can't. But it. let's not yeah. shit on okra too much. But let's actually talk about so out of all like the Oprah or different Oprah. <laughs> Oprah? Fuck Oprah. Um, <laughs> actually, I can't say fuck Oprah. Said, Oprah is a queen. I love he her. He was really. He's like, whoa. Let's not slam Oprah too much. All right. Um, but yeah. So would you say like out of all the different cultures and the foods um, that originate from them, what would you say would be the top for you? Mm. What's your go-to? I mean, I can't really choose a favorite. I have I have shit that I like more than others. Uh, I'm getting into Japanese, like the Japanese cuisine. Really? Yeah, I went to like this yakitori place. Uh, me and Kila set that spot up. Um, down around Forty, 14th Street, like Union Square. Yeah. Yeah, so really like do you cool, cook like, your own meat spot. there, like that type of thing, or nah, like, nah, or nah. the stick foods? The... They have yeah, it's like stick oh, food. They okay. have like yeah, this yeah. old Japanese dude. He's not wearing gloves, very yeah. unsanitary, but he's going in there barehanded, <laughs> throwing whatever on the grill, cooking yeah. up. I'm like, yo, this place yeah. is kind of hardcore. Authentic. I still ate it. It's yeah, fucking badass. I would eat it too. It's it's fire. It's gonna yeah. cook off. And the yeah. way it's set up, like you're sitting right in front of the grill, and there's just people lined up around it. Yeah, and that's how that's how they eat. That's how they just chill. Uh, is it like one of those hibachi places where they be throwing the food in your mouth? Nah, it's not like that. Like the yeah. dude behind the counter looked like he was, he wasn't trying to entertain anybody. He was just trying to cook. <laughs> I'm gonna cook this immediately. Yeah. I was like, hey, eat. can you flip? Can you flip the fucking shrimp like into my? He's like, no. no. What the? <clears throat> what the hell is wrong with you? How dare you? Yeah, no. Um, I'm Japanese. Yeah, this is my culture. This is what a, I do. Yeah, like I'm trying to master this shit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like hibachi, they it gets a little theatrical after a while. You yeah. Know? Was that something you tried? Did you do hibachi back in Maryland when you were living? Is that something yeah. you experienced in the city? Yeah, okay. me and you experienced hibachi recently too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty fun. Getting, I can't stand yeah, that's the a good pee-pee, 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 pee-pee in the mouth. Had, pee-pee in the mouth. Yeah, he has this little doll that scoots that shoots yeah, water they, and he's they like, all do. But he's like uh, pouring it on people and it's yeah. like what if I don't want that bro? yeah he's just getting your <laughs> fucking pee-pee, shirt pee pee on your mouth I'm like bro you're getting me wet <laughs> dude I'm gonna pee-pee, jump pee-pee. out from my seat and smack the hell out of you but it's him having so much fun is kind of addicting it's yeah like, okay, I told Shannon though that's how I figured out it wasn't it's into okay. water sports so <laughs> never want to be pissed on Fine, you can pee pee <laughs> in my mouth go ahead yeah. I don't like hibachi like all the theatrics and stuff yeah. i feel like it's just a little too much you said you hadn't gone in a, food. in a while right yeah Gail? yeah uh did you enjoy it yeah, that was, it was fun. fun it's, it's, a, a it's like uh, a theater with food in, in that sense too yeah you know? i mean we had a particularly yeah. good guy i've never had that dude before he i just you know it's never shit. it's never a japanese guy i guess that goes back on on topic here though but you go to any place here um it's always like someone of another culture cooking the food that Wait, you're that, eating at so Japanese? no Wait, they were chinese, chinese. Oh, chinese yeah right. they were how can you know how did you know because you could hear them talking i can i can understand the dialect at least um, oh you can separate chinese oh yeah i guess you can you can it's, it's just it kind of sounds racist but my my way of separating them is <laughs> japanese people kind of sound they're like a little angrier um they're like yelling at each other you know, well, it's actually not but like racist. Chinese, they sound like they're asking questions. It's always like open ended, like the last part of their sentence, mm-hmm. and kind of just like winds up mm-hmm. into the next. So it always and and, and do yeah. that one and do that one, please. Um, no, yeah, fuck! No, I just no, realized no, my Japanese impression <laughs> was incredibly racist, and I'm not gonna do that again. Um, I wanted an example of the Chinese. Yeah, just, um, 
But just, it's actually this is the first time I'm gonna yeah. say you're not a racist on this yeah. because you actually paid attention enough to uh, you I, know, I be like able to, to differentiate yeah. people's culture. So that's a point. But for it you just goes on too. Racist, like you go you know? to a lot of pizza places. My local pizza places, Villa Pizza, amazing pizza, are good for the area. Um, ran by Mexicans. Mexicans make, but Mexicans make good food. Like on no matter what, they're yeah. always in the back kitchen. Yeah. Um, the, the yummy taco by um, St. John's. Yummy all taco. All yummy tacos. All Chinese people all Chinese making, people. but it's pretty good tacos, right? Yeah. That mm. blows my mind too. Um, but yeah, Greek food made by like fucking like Arab people and stuff like that. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's that, just that one yeah. Kind of makes sense. Yeah, yeah, near the area also, but yeah, it's uh, Chinese tacos. As yeah, they, yeah. you know, that's, that, a that's a thing around here too. I, I got a double place. It's a Mexican slash Chinese place that does both, and it's ran oh. by Chinese people. So is that the name of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Chinese tacos. Chinese, Chinese tacos. tacos. We'll yes, it's always uh, double word. That works. Hey, Chinese tacos. tacos. Yeah. Let's go. But eat a Chinese taco. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just advertising. Jerry's okay. so, burritos. Okay, so I guess you wanted to talk about that. Um, but yeah, fire actually. Yeah, that sorry. Gunk spots uh, trailing off. You said off. you wanted to talk about uh, vegan and vegetarian. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up too because you 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 dived into that lifestyle here in the city, right? Where did you ever think at one point in your childhood that you'd grow up to be a vegan? That has to be hell. Vegan. <laughs> that has to be hell. It's not hell for the people. Did your that parents are like vegans. know, like look at you at one point, okay. and you're like, you know what? He first acts a little all, different. First of all, I haven't told my parents. He might be a Second vegan. Second of all, <laughs> I'm not a vegan. Third of all, wait, you're not vegan? No, I'm not vegan. Yeah, oh just, damn, I thought you were vegan. He's a practicing time. vegetarian, right? But you like seafood and all that, fish right? Yesterday, yeah, I had salmon. You so you're you could say and you could be specific and say you're a pescatarian then, right? He's I mean, I don't, I don't have, I don't have like a any, any labels. I don't, I don't have any labels. Like, can't label me. See, you're already making fun of me saying like I don't have labels, <laughs> but I literally won't establish a label for it. I'm just fucking eating, bro. I'm trying to make sure I have enough protein, <laughs> good. whatever I have. Um, but I just don't, I don't, I haven't eaten chicken, beef, or pork in. Um, it's maybe. probably healthier. Two years, it's maybe. way you're good. You're gonna live a lot longer than all of us. So For the most part, it's, it's scientifically proven that I'm fucking choke to death on the steak meats, yeah. uh, red meats, and also <clears throat> chicken. I'm sure um, will definitely. I could. Fuck I up your, no, your DNA. I'm at risk just like the rest of you. Maybe yeah. if it's what not are you gonna food, get from fucking fish? Mercury poison? No, I'm saying not about just food. I'm Environmental. Still at risk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I could die by my own anxiety one day. Just in my allergies. Bed, just like, um, allergies. Right. But, Back, back on to topic death. here. Um, so there's a lot of food options, though, that help with the type of food, right? So you're never like, you know, in other places, you know, they would look at you funny. It, it's like you're, you're, you know, gay or, but yeah. But it's still definitely not a lot of options. Half of these places in New York are like, still, uh, you still have issues. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. There's not any healthy options unless you just want something fried or like you can go to the Chinese. And you're just spot. left to like eating French fries and shit like yeah, at that point. It's true, though. Like a lot of vegetarian meals, like I've been told, even though they're meatless, can be greasy as fuck and like unhealthy oh, at times yeah. too right you can yeah. be a fat vegan for sure like what the hell is greasy like i'll be making fried cauliflower like breading there's no breading is fried cal- what? What? yeah it's really yeah. good though oh like, yeah if you get i guess it right, i've had, I've had tempura yeah, yeah. 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 So, so i guess so, that's the same thing you know yeah. it's a good it, it, there's there's 
there's a lot of niche spots, a lot of like signature vegan places that if you go to, you can. Have but it wasn't the city. It was meal. more of like how your lifestyle was being led, like during this, right? You're like you yeah. wanted to be cleaner and uh, more conscious of yeah, what you're putting I in your guess, body. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I always tell people, you know, when I did go vegan, it wasn't for the animals. Yeah, people were like what? Like. It, it wasn't. It was just yeah. more so. Because you talk about often how you miss uh, certain certain meats, right? Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. You think I don't want to go to Bonchon? You said you went to Bonchon <laughs> yep. the other day. Bonchon. That's why I can't be a vegetarian. I fucking... That, I can't go vegetarian. I'll, I'll talk about it here. Yeah, truck. if you haven't had Bonchon, and this is something that I've tried in the city for the first time, and it blew my mind, and I, I try to have it in moderation because... Once you get a box, that shit is just eaten. And what banchan is, it's uh, it's fried chicken that's double Korean fried. fried uh, Korean fried chicken, exactly. Thanks, uh, CJ. Um, that's in this soy garlic sauce. Uh, so it's dipped in, fried in that, and then double fried to get it super crispy on the outside. And you bite into it, it's just like the most savorous and the I don't know if it's considered in this um, new flavor that they the consider umami but it's just something that you can't compare yeah some with, signature flavor with anything just... else when it comes to like fried chicken um and even the spicy one too it's just a really good hurt um so yeah, if you're you into bdsm go, oh. you might like uh, the spicy version of their chicken just, um, yeah it's you just lay you can almost lay out after this episode is bought to you by banchan chicken um fucking starving yo why don't they have any type of like vegetarian banchan yet i might have to roll up but that was something i was introduced to in the city here that did blow my mind make your own banchan yeah make your own but then i have to like be korean nah 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 you don't just get you some tofu Shape it into the like the form of banchan. What do you no, feel? I, I don't really like tofu. tofu. Yeah, it has a weird soy, consistency. I try to avoid soy. God damn it! Yeah, like CJ's more of a vegetarian. I think there's a lot of like patterns <laughs> because Asian food just seemed more exotic in a lot of other places. There's a lot of stuff here that I really tend to like, and even though it's found in other places of the the country and of course the world, I really. When I came in, uh, back to the city, started eating a lot of this ramen out there, like the big ass fucking bowl of ramen. Oh man, I love too. that shit. Um, so it's really cool of going to just a place that just serves fucking ramen. You don't have to go to a place and ask for fucking soup at a diner someplace. It's just a soup spot. Yeah, you know? I like I like going to ramen places. You and I go to Thai food places often, and often. Um, we, uh, you know, Thai food anywhere, but in the city. You got Thai people making the the, the Thai yeah. food, or it might be Chinese, um, but um, I mean, yeah. There's normally like a list of eight things, and and you know, you go to any Thai place, they have yeah. variation of the same recipe of the same thing, but um, it's good. Yeah. And every time it's different. Thai food. What is that? What is that like? It's like the flat noodles, like pad thai or <coughs> pad si um, Curry. Yeah, I think I've had Thai food like maybe once. In my ah, life. you gotta, you gotta definitely in your life head down that road again. In my yeah. entire existence, I think I've had it one time. Some really good flat noodles oh, that are just dog. cooked in broth. What? I'm sorry. Yeah. I apologize. No, you don't have to apologize. Do y'all fuck with pho? You were neglected. Pho. 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 The pho. Vietnamese. Pho. Yeah. Pho. Pho. Yeah, what yeah, is good? Um, it's like the or like the angel hair noodles, like the really thin noodles with rice, like some, rice noodles yeah. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, sounds fucking good. Jesus we gotta God. go on a little food journey one time. Um, 
we were hyping the Shazam. Let's just correct ourselves too. We'll figure that out. Um, we're probably gonna go on Monday, not right after the show, to they, to they do that. No, I don't know. They'll it's figure not it out. No matter for them. Um, <laughs> you guys said you. We'll push it out. I have no idea when no, that fucking episode. Listeners don't hate us. Um, but yeah, so oh, any 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 other thoughts on the topic? Uh, just quick food. Oh, it's uh, fucking food network. Yeah. That's on that. There's a fucking. There's a place that's about to have their grand opening. I walked by it and I looked on their website. It's called like Obapa, and. I looked at they had their menu up and their grand opening in in like ten days and I'm so excited. It's like two blocks down from me, and they have pictures of the food. But they have like um, it's called Obapa. Yeah, <laughs> some like fucking. And I'm not even being racist. That's 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 just what it's Look, called. I'm glad. Do you see these uh, food names? So? That's true. Yeah, they're always like yeah, some they're like stereotypical almost adjective about a penis, hung far or big do or something. Or there's like something like, like stereotypical like yeah. golden dragon. Yeah. Or Chinese man. Like <laughs> <Just> Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! It's ridiculous. Um, what kind of ch- I but yeah, I, I definitely want to fuck with with African uh, with uh, with some Af- African food. Um, street food too. We got you know mm-hmm. we got we got to do another trip to uh, Smorgasburg. We got to take you there. I'm sure you've never been. Smorgasburg. Yeah. Smorgasburg um, food festival. Yeah. Mm, that sounds so. Fucking it's it's pretty good. Um, so if you want to just uh, to go to a hot spot. And just have food from all around the world um, in the street food version of it. Um, mm. Check out Smorgasburg. But I think I think we're good to talk about food here. Which, oh, yeah. CJ? So, halal carts. Halal carts. Oh, yeah. Halal carts yeah. are great. That was, I was introduced to that halal in the city. Um, you know what? That's a good one. Um, and you always take that risk of going on the street, you know, street cart and everything too. But it's always, it's always good. Like, they pride themselves on the food that they make at yeah, these there's cars. A, there's yeah. a famous one. What is it? Halal Guys or something like yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 53rd and 6th Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. they always have like a crazy line yeah. or some nonsense yeah, like that? Yeah. Jesus. It's or for good. some rice and lamb, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But uh, it's good. The it's like... About, um, the cars are down by Wall Street are pretty good too. Yeah. How's their hot sauce? Because everybody says their hot sauce is the hottest and I've tried them all. Eh. Could be it's, hotter. It's, it's, it's hot. Like, it's, it's a burning hot. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's one of those lingering ones, but yeah. some of them kind of suck. All right. So, <laughs> uh, on that note, then we'll transfer over to our last segment here. Uh, let's talk about some interesting, interesting, stories of New York City. Everyone, um, <clears throat> so who wants to go first? Who has Very the power? Interesting. Um, I can go first. I'll, I'll go right. here. Um, so it's a little video that goes with this here. So hold on. I will uh, see. Oh, does it have audio? Fuck it. I guess it doesn't have audio. Um, so I'll just read out what happened here. So um, an, an NBC New York weatherman dropped the F-bomb on a live TV Thursday morning. Um, nice. So, yeah, this is, by the way, interesting. By I support the, uh, this. So morning meteorologist Chris Semino didn't realize his mic was still hot when the Today Show's Al Roker cut to him. Um, for the Big Apple cast, so um, this is like in the morning when they're doing the Today Show, and they're like, you know, let's uh, let's hear about what's happening in your neck of the woods, and he cuts to the local station. So he didn't know. Oh, I might be able to play it here now. Um, he didn't know that his mic was still on, so he ended up saying this here. 
That's what's going on around the country. Here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. He's a person who's passed on too. It's such a weird f-ing thing. It's just strange. <laughs> He's just talking about someone and how that person is just being fucking strange. And that mm-hmm. happened on national. And who t- said that? Um, the weatherman on the, on the TV station um, well, for uh, NBC4. What was his name? Um, Chris Amino. Oh, okay. So NBC4, yeah. Damn. Chris Amino. Who put yeah. that? You the goat. Who put that trap beat behind it? <laughs> that, was, uh, so that was NY Post. Yeah, that's Thanks, on the New York Post. Post. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. yeah. Chris so, Amino, you the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. all over Twitter now. He got the but, boot, uh, right? Yeah. He got fired? He got oh, no. He's still good. He's still good. I was going to say, he shouldn't uh, get fired yeah, for that. that's not fireable. Nah. You didn't know his mic was on. People talk like regular people from time to time. If you're mic'd up. It reminds me. Maybe I'll just on the quick. Let me see if I can find this video here. Um, yeah, this was in New York City. So this was the N- NBC um good morning oh well yeah the today show well that's how people talk in new york but this reminds me quick just a quick tangent of i'll play this video here of sue simmons who is a reporter for nbc for the night news Um, and this is something she said on on live at 11 pay more at the grocer but getting less will tell you how to get the most the fuck are you doing (laughs) what 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 happened she just yelled at someone right after and then she apologized. I to acknowledge an unfortunate mistake that I made and one of the teases we bring to you before this program. While we were live, just after 10 o'clock, I said a word that many people find offensive. I'm truly sorry. It was a mistake on my part, and I sincerely apologize. <laughs> Wait, so what happened after the broadcast? No, that was that was her, and she just, like, it cut to, like, another commercial. She thought her mic was cut, and she was, like, yelling at someone that was, like, fiddling with, like, some audio equipment of hers from what I read. So she just looked over and yelled, the fuck are you doing? Um, so she apologized for the fact that she said the F word, not yeah, the fact you can that get, she fucking said that. Yeah, no, too. you can get super fined, so you have to apologize just to fucking show uh good faith in it but though yeah. the, the network you work for bitch too though um yeah you know no, it's, it's a it's stressful yeah, job you gotta maybe. pay money for those right. yeah you only get a um, limited but yeah, number that was my interesting chris amino said the f word um on morning national news calling someone fucking strange perfect and my uninteresting story here is uh here's the title again from new york post i love their stories um new york's fattest cat needs a stroller to get around town so, um, <laughs> Barsick the cat who was left at a Manhattan animal shelter could be the world's heaviest house kitty. The 40 pound flabby feline, who ironically is a picky eater, had a veterinarian appointment on Upper West Side on Friday afternoon, and it was quite a trip getting him there. So, the owner had to uh, get a, a large makeshift stroller to bring him into the veterinary, and then someone had to So this is, this is just a story of a dying cat. <laughs> this is, yes. Hey, CJ. A five-year-old, 40-pound cat. Can you do me a favor, man? Can you pass me that pillow over there? I'm going to take a nap right here. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I don't need to hear about Garfield being fucking rolled around in the Does it work? Does it work as uh, uninteresting? Like, it's highly uninteresting. It's uninteresting. Dude, it's a giant fat cat. Just leave it at home. The last cat to win the Guinness World Record for his size, his name was Himmy. He was an Australian feline who weighed about 46 pounds back in 1986 and died shortly after. So I'm sorry. I'm they're sorry. trying. They're tr- 40 pounds. They are trying to there's, break that record. There's no reason for you to overfeed your pets like this. Come on. They now. said they suspect it's... Uh, because it's a picky eater, they suspect that it's an um, 
endocrinin or congenital oh, disease. Yeah. So it's something genetic that's causing it oh, um, okay. to so, just gain all this so weight. It's, it's not the owner being the shitty yeah. person. So they're actually trying to make it lose weight. It just keeps on gaining weight. Um, <laughs> Damn, that's it's a shame. just an absolute unit. I, I, and I like oh, I apologize. Cause that, like, I feel like humans somehow cause cancer. <laughs> <laughs> diseases, but they just... That could be yeah. a thing, too. We're constantly crossbreeding these animals. They, they came from some big-ass cat before that we just made tinier and tinier. <laughs> we made that. And yeah. it just wants to get big. All right, so that was my two stories. Who wants to go next? We've got a lot of things. <laughs> we ruined cats. We ruined dogs. We ruined. Yeah, we definitely ruined dogs. Just ruining everything. Dogs yeah. What you want? You want to take it? Uh, you go next. I'm trying to. I think I lost my interest. All right, <clears throat> Since I'm constantly. What happened? I'm constantly being blamed for what what's interesting and what's not interesting. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna just throw my stories out there. Okay. And we'll see. You let me know. What's okay. Interesting. Okay. Maybe I'll learn a lesson. All right. <clears throat> Here's my first story. There's a restaurant in Staten Island called in. In Oteca Maria, right? And they specialize in grandma food. What? <laughs> yes. Okay. Grandma like, food. Like food like your grandma used to make? No, no, no. What they do is they fly in grandmas from all over the place and they have them pretty much cook. <laughs> You're lying. <laughs> what? No, I'm serious. This is real. Yeah, this is a real thing. This is interesting. Um, They have... They have oh, it's interesting. All right, cool. So... <laughs> You perked up. You stopped looking at your phone. You're like, I'm grandmas. Like, I no. like grandmas. <laughs> well, you already know. They don't be trying to put my business out there, but I'm saying more so the fact that that's genius. Yeah, it's pretty. You it's want, like the ultimate comfort so it food, is right? Like food, like grandma yeah. used to make yeah. because grandma's making it. Exactly. Originators. Yeah. They have one. They have one Italian grandma who stays in the basement, basically, right? And she just what? makes the Italian food. That sounds like. I, I don't know what that <laughs> But she stays in the basement. She makes all the Italian food. But she's the mainstay. She stays there regardless. Were you going to say that sounds like slavery? <laughs> Keeping her in the basement at all times? I'm assuming her food is the shit since, yeah. since she stays, right? We'll she's got the belt. She wants to be there. They fly in other grandmas from all over the place. Like they have Jamaican grandmas and like Israeli like grandmas making all their signature yeah. dishes and stuff like that. Can I play a quick snippet about, because I remember uh, watching this video about them. I will play a quick snippet so our listeners can hear about them. My name is Marita, and I come from Ecuador. My name is Habiba. Oh, you found it? I come from Algeria. I am Helena. All these older older ladies. My name is? From all around the world. My name is Diana. I am from Jerusalem, Palestine. I'm the owner of Enoteca Maria. We oh my god, the beard the on this motherfucker. Amazing. From years ago, the people that they come over here say, Oh, my nonna used to make this. That's why I come over here. I Where I come? He's been making the food. Enoteca Maria came right. about uh, <laughs> 10 years so. ago. Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty interesting. I, I, I forgot they they're in the they're nearby. Yeah, they're in Staten Island. Yeah. I <clears throat> now here's my other story. The Bronx Zoo is opening up a dinosaur exhibit. Uh, they have animatronic dinosaurs built in China. Uh, they're displayed in the Bronx Zoo Why as a part of an. It's like huh? Why are they built in China? 
Uh, I don't know. It's probably cheaper. It's probably cheaper. And I'm assuming if you're going to build a machine, you want it made in China. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, no, no, no. You want it made in Japan. Get this, Damn. though. So, I, okay. I've been on this ride before. It wasn't animatronic now. So, I'm guessing they're starting to put animatronic. Because it was just, like, stand-up fucking, like, plastered dinosaurs that would just stand there motionless while you were just in, like, this buggy that drove by. And they were like, look at that. It's one of those dip the clock it's fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> and that's, that's all it was. It was a dino safari that you just drove through and they yeah. showed you. But hopefully now they like pop up like, ah. Yeah, they move now. Okay. That's it's the same good. thing that yeah. you just mentioned. But <laughs> now they, they move, move. Now. Oh, That's good. Yeah, so that like, is good. Know, they got the T-Rex and it roars. Yeah. And it does a little motion or whatever. It was a little sad before. Yeah, it's still... They could have put just fucking tigers in dino outfits, and that would have been scarier. I honestly think it's still kind of sad. I don't need another dinosaur safari. (laughs) We need need a real Jurassic Park. Like, like, that needs to happen. I don't know why that scared (laughs) everyone. Did we not learn anything from Jurassic Park? (laughs) Yeah, we learned a lot from Jurassic Park. Yeah, and from those mistakes, we can build. Exactly. The only thing we learned from Jurassic Park is that we should never have a Jurassic Park. Listen, Ted, life finds a way. I didn't learn anything about fucking life about dinosaurs. (laughs) If dinosaurs want to make a comeback, I feel like we should be the ones to facilitate it. Yeah. 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 Wow. Come back with dinosaurs. Yes, Faci- we're all ice caps. No, them bitches about to run free. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, they're we're all already... frozen under the ice. Yeah, yeah uh, we're already facilitating our own end, so yeah. we might as well That's speed fine. up the process. Yeah, I know how to turn you with both dinosaurs. Around. <laughs> yeah, imagine Raptors. if we can ride them. That'd be cool. Imagine right. you get a pet raptor. Yeah. Ed, save us. What's your what's your oh what's your God. new story? So I was looking at my interesting, and my yeah. interesting was is so depressing. It was about this girl who got chopped up and left in a fucking storage unit. Ooh, <laughs> I I heard about that. You know, and they were starting the trial of it. That and it, but I'm did you read a little more of that? Like the fucking <clears throat> I, I was reading about it today, looking at stories, and uh, the motherfucker who did it did it with his new girlfriend. Um, it was his ex wife. Yeah, and. Uh, he he took all the kids, loaded her in the storage container, this little like bucket, and then uh, put her in the back seat or like in the in the trunk, and then took the kids with him. So the kids were in the car unknowingly transporting their dead mom in the trunk. That is some fucked up shit. It takes a it takes a particular type of person, and he has kids, and he has kids that's that intense. were just yeah. That just blew my fucking mind. Yeah, um, so, listeners, that's sorry. So it's some morbid shit. That. But I was damn. gonna get into that, but I'm like, I don't want to get into that. So that's I not interesting. Down, we shouldn't talk about and I'm this, even at though we all talked. About the, uh, <laughs> you did. Well, yeah, I wasn't. We talked about that. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get that I deep into it. I was saying right here, uh, your morbid curiosity. I was literally yeah. about to curb the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. But um, uh, what happened? We got some uh, background music. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. So, but I was scrolling and I noticed that. There was so much uh, reporting on violent crime and death and yeah. sadness. I started looking up the stats on that. And the stats have actually spiked in terms of like how much they report on it. Yeah. Disproportionate to how much violent crime there actually is. There's actually 75% less violent crime uh, from the span of... Hold on, I'm going to pull up these numbers here. This ain't no fake news. From nine, uh, 1993 to 2017... Uh, the crime, the actual crime rate dropped seventy four percent. So people were significantly, uh, significantly less 
exposed to crime and violence, but the actual news coverage spiked. So what does that say about us? The the news they really know how to how to like market. They it's a company. Do you, you think know? it's the news? Yeah. But it's also it's us. It's, it's us too. Ratings. Like we're sensation a lot. Like we love. That we feed shit. into it though. Yeah. yeah. We the people yeah. they consume it because the news brings it out. We have a choice so of a not you know not watching. Yeah, think it. about it yeah. like this. But think about are. it like this. Whenever you hear like a catastrophic event. Suddenly, the news picks up yeah. on multiple yeah. catastrophic events. Just I was reading this thing actually just recently. It's a crazy fucking story. But um, before 9-11, I don't know if anyone remembers this. I kind of have some faint memories from it. But in the summer of 2001, there's this huge uptick of shark stories and, and like sharks attacking people in the mm. summer of 2001. And it started off with this story about this kid who had his arm bitten off somewhere in the Carolinas. Um, completely just com- chomped just off. off. Yeah, and he he you know the uncle ran into the the water. Actually, found the shark that did it uh-huh. and pulled it to shore. Grabbed the kid's arm out the uh, the shark's wow. stomach. What? Just grabbed it, pulled it out. That shark ended up dead. Also, they let they left kept it on shore, and like some family members took the kid, the severed arm, and he was able to get it reattached. Um, and it didn't work though. He 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 has movement. And they're able to attach like a good part of it, um, but he's still fucked anyway because of the blood loss. He lost a lot of, um, he has like brain damage and everything, so he still Damn. survived, but he's, he's uh. all fucked. So because of that, there was a string of new segments dealing with nothing pertaining to shark attacks, but they kept on pushing that. Um, you know, sharks are everywhere. They're attacking people, blah blah blah. And then 9/11 happened, and then that just changed. So that was like. Then solid proof that like the media just runs with shit sometimes. Um, wow. yeah. And now we have Shark Week. Now we have Shark Week. Yeah. yeah, we still got a little piece of it. Yeah, sharks are nasty. So how do you yeah. feel? Yeah, so yeah, that's that's pretty interesting to me that like coverage of violent crimes yeah. spiked at the same time as it dropped. So it's like we got to keep these motherfuckers hooked, mm-hmm. and we're and then it says a lot about us because we're con- yeah. I'm constantly thinking like, well, if a violent crime does happen, I want to know. Imagine know. how much how like the viewer uptick. When all these shootings were happening right after another Bro, back in the, the summer, when the Vegas shooting year, happened, yeah. they all and then we had they Parkland just kept right talking about another. the shooter. Yeah. They weren't talking about the victims. All they had was the shooter. Every single time I saw it, they yeah. had a new story on the shooter, a new angle yeah. on the shooter. Not so even I talking loved about with the victims. What New Zealand did oh, about with their most recent shooting, like they completely refrained about mentioning his name on any newscast. Perfect. Um, ignored the whole dealing. And everything and just focus on the victim yes. so they, they handled it well at least in their country while all the, it's embarrassing to we see all these other countries well, they're though. like how come they're not you know sensationalizing all this shit well, yeah we hmm. can't handle so, yeah. it so let's go on to something interesting all right, right. what do you got to bore was us that out here that was that was pretty that was yeah, very let, interesting yeah. let's bore yeah let's bore us on out the show can i get that pillow staying on <laughs> the uh <laughs> staying on the topic of food right i'll just stay on it i'll beat it into the ground so that this year's governor's ball there's going to be um, a lot of food trucks, food vendors pushing their unique uh, recipes and unique styles of food. So I'll just read off all the stuff that they'll have at the governor's ball. and You guys can take your naps. 
Uh, this year's hottest collaboration is so boring. It's the same shit every uh, year. Donut and fried chicken slider from Donutery and the Chicken Nugget Spot. It's some collabs right now, so hmm. some remixes on some on some classic foods. Right? That sounds like a heart attack. Let's yeah, go. yeah. This and is the like Nugget some... Spot <clears throat> and dough. Yeah, we're and combining all that, all that. So donut with fried chicken. Yeah. So now we're the donut and fried chicken spot. Yo, one though that I did try at GovBall, actually, back on the gum spot topic. Was umami burger? You guys ever tried oh, yeah. the fucking? There was the ramen, like ramen, ramen buns. Burger? Uh, ramen, that's what it is. But yeah, wow. that's what I was. Yeah, I think this was called yeah. the umami burger. Um, yeah. We have a all vegan Taco Bell coming to Governor's Ball. Which oh, so what is crazy. it? Just lettuce and tomatoes <laughs> and sauce? I've, I've actually really been waiting for Taco Bell. That's pretty tight shit, shit, right? That's Taco pretty cool. Bell is good. Like, Taco yeah. Bell is fucking yeah. delicious. Yeah. Well, what's a vegetarian taco? Their meat isn't really it's meat like anyway, so taco, right? no, they per- you got they've the taco perfected bowl. fake meat. I yeah. mean, they've done yeah. they've have some different types of fake meats that are not particularly soy oh, that are okay. still pretty good. Like, yeah, it's not that bad, but uh, not particularly interesting. Um, Cousins Maine Lobster is making all your lobster dreams come true. Uh, we have some, yeah, we have some uh, chocolate babka. You know, is that a Jewish thing? That's a Jerry Seinfeld thing. But yeah, we can keep. He's Jewish. We can keep. Okay. Um, Big Maz and Grillo's pickles. I mean, who gives Big a Maz, shit? Big Maz. I love those stuff. giant mozzarella sticks. Those are the best. Yeah. All right. That sounds like diarrhea. It is. It is horrible to your your yourself and your sanity, but they're tasty <laughs> as fuck. Um, like a good mozzarella stick. Yeah. Thanks for bringing. Uh, uh, uninteresting. uninteresting. That was very uninteresting because I am not going this year. It's just every fucking festival that I go to, except for Oktoberfest, which is 21 plus, just keeps getting younger and younger and drunker and drunker, and it gets really annoying. And now I'm that cranky old asshole. I uh, don't care for any of the headliners this year. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's what a happens. great way to end it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. Guys. Fuck GovBall. Fuck yeah. This podcast is sponsored by Governor's Ball. Yeah. <laughs> and Chinese tacos. Look, man. That's why I can remember the title. Look, bro. <laughs> We've had a good podcast. This was a good episode. Good How do you feel? I, I'm good. And good I'm top good five. To CJ's it. here. Yeah. I would like to note that Gil made us watch like nine Parabola to Rapper videos and then wouldn't give CJ a mic like it would took a long time. CJ talked yeah. to the mic. Yeah, that was a true CJ thing. had a lot to say. I mean, I, I did turn down a mic. I didn't expect yeah, that. Yeah. I I didn't expect that, you know. You're going to be that Fight for your rights, CJ. Yeah. We're calling Gil out. Fight yeah. for your rights. Right. We love you him. Deserve him. He's a great today. host. Listeners, hope you're listening to this on Monday or the rest of the week, and we're making you laugh and smile. Um, if we or sure con- had fun here. Or confused. Um, it doesn't yes. matter. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. Um, we'll be back next week with a special episode read wow. by me, uh, and we'll see what that is uh, next Monday. But All for now, I guess right. we gotta stand back. Yeah. Then. For now, watch yourself. Your book bag is in the way. CJ, back up. Be careful. All right. Yeah. There you go. Peace.